I can only assume that you will enjoy educating your family about how the Coast Guard is, quote, the hard nucleus around the Navy forms in times of war. You are quite, you're a really dull class. I mean, come on, man. Is the sun getting to you? I would think you'd have an opportunity when I say that about the Navy to clap, but, but being here together. Welcome aboard, everybody. This is The Voice of One, The VU, episode 107 for Monday, May 24, Year of Our Lord 2021. Yeah, Woody Cumbie, your host, bringing you the Indy 500 Week Blend. Yeah, that's that's week with uh, two E's. The Indy 500 Week Blend of Coffee Corn Events Faith. <laughs> <laughs> at FSU Sports. All right, good to have you guys on board after an almost VU-less week. Yeah, I had one VU, only one. I, I think it's the first time we've ever had a one VU week uh, since uh, VU came on the scene. So, uh, yeah, So, but, but here we are. Here we are on Monday holding great promise for being more than one VU uh, on this particular week. And I want to start by uh, putting some focus on uh, a neglected category. That's right. You see, I, I always say this is about coffee, current events, faith, and FSU sports. When the VU first started, we put a lot of focus on coffee. And coffee has uh, been neglected. But I have coffee news. And so I want to give a little focus to this neglected category of coffee. This despite the fact that I have 16 items vying for a place on the VU. I can't get to all 16, but they've like just piled up in the stack of stuff. Uh, during this week where there was only one VU, they just began to just stack up snowdrift, as it were. Uh, all these stories, 16 uh, news items in the stack of stuff. I can't get to all those. They, they, they're just, they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. They're going to fall down onto the editing room floor, never to be heard on a VU. And years and years hence, little uh, old news stories will be talking to each other, and they'll say, I almost made it to the VU, but I landed on that one VU week. So anyway, uh, bumping even more stories out... <laughs> <laughs> by taking time to talk about coffee. Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, based upon listener comments, the one VU week, it was stressful. It was stressful uh, for some of our listeners. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I get, I, I have no direct proof. I'm getting the sense, though, that the sale of intoxicants might have risen uh, as a result of being VU deprived. Yeah, I, I don't know that for sure. I don't know it for sure. I'm just saying, based upon comments uh, that have been received, it was. Uh... So anyway, hopefully this uh, lowers the anxiety, VU 107. 
Now, uh, one more reason, by the way, for coffee news. Uh, <laughs> all right, folks, I'm going to bring you this story uh, on coffee in the category of coffee. I'm going to bring you this story from uh, from a site called BGR. BGR. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with BGR, and I have to admit I was not all that familiar with the site BGR. But this is how they describe themselves uh, on. It's a very it's a very slick site BGR. Good.com. Very slick. Uh, kind of news aggregation site, very slick looking. Uh, Here's how they describe themselves. It says BGR is a leading online destination for news and commentary focused on the mobile and consumer electronics markets. It is America's number one source of exclusive and breaking mobile news and a technology category leader among early adopters, savvy technophiles, and casual readers alike. So you might not know of BGR because you're not really into consumer electronics. That would be me. You might not know uh, BGR because you are not a savvy technophile, right? That, that's, that would be me. And uh, you might not know a BGR because you're not really an early adopter, right? I'm more early than late, uh, but, but I'm not typically like leading edge adopter. Um, so uh, anyways, BGR, BGR has this, uh, has this story, and uh, it was picked up by Yahoo Entertainment, which is where I saw it. And I'm just going to read you. Here's the headline. This is by Chris Smith, uh, a story from yesterday. Drinking this much coffee each day can make you live longer, study says. Now, this study was uh, uh, done by researchers at the Chung Ang University uh, and the Korea Disease Control and Prevention Agency. Uh, this, uh, their article was published or spoken about in the Korean, the Korea Herald. It was published in the Journal of, of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Now, it goes into detail, but here's the net-net, and here's the quote. Greater coffee consumption is associated with a decreased risk of all-cause mortality, end quote. So, uh, folks, uh, as you begin to think about your uh, regimen for uh, decreasing risk of all-cause mortality, uh, yep, that, uh, hold on just a second. Yeah, that cup of coffee, that that's, should be part of the regimen, should be part of the regimen. Yeah, I'm, I, uh, my coffee today, yeah, I'm, uh, this is uh, from Laughing Man's Brewery. Laughing Man's Brewery. It's called Ducale's Blend. Uh, medium roast coffee. Now, you know our categories. Our categories. The worst, the worst rating is Keurig Acid. One up from that is better than Pepsi. Then there's Not Bad, A Good Cup of Coffee, and Vu Approved. So, uh, hold on just a second. This is not, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, 
I'm not quite ready to say it's a good cup of coffee, but it's not it's not bad. And it's uh, somehow the needle is somewhere quivering in between not bad and a good cup of coffee. Uh, so laughing man's Ducale's blend. So, all right, folks, uh, today on VU 107, uh, we have, uh, oh, I guess I should acknowledge that uh, what they call the cold open, the cold open, that is when you play audio without explanation, just boom. Uh, yeah, of course, you recognize the voice of Sleepy. And uh, Sleepy was addressing, he was the graduation speaker at the uh, uh, socially distanced uh, and sitting in, uh, you know, those plastic chairs, those kind of the plastic fold-down chairs, fold-out chairs, uh, yeah, out on a lawn, uh, socially distanced, uh, in their dress whites. Uh, He was addressing the Coast Guard graduation class uh, of 2021. And apparently he didn't like the fact that they didn't laugh at his joke, which was uh, poorly written and poorly delivered. Uh, Poorly written is probably not his fault. And sometimes if the material is really bad, it's hard to deliver it well. So I'm not sure who to fault. But all I know is he uh, he was not happy that he did not get the big applause line. And then they uh, they kind of all chimed in with a with 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 a uh, kind of sympathy applause after he. he chided them. Okay, folks. Now, we're at almost 10 minutes, and we're going to attempt, attempt, uh, <laughs> the sometimes tried and often, not often successful five-segment VU. All right? So here's the five segments. Old Folks Day, COVID Billionaires, 100-Day Crush, one big oops and don't know or care. Those are the five categories for today. We'll be getting to those in just a moment. But first, the tweet of the day. It's not actually from today. It's actually from, uh, let's see here, it's from May 8th. Uh, and But this one, this tweet is from uh, Chelsea, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Clinton. And I I know you follow her on Twitter. You know all the things she's tweeted. I'm just reminding you of this one that you probably saw a few days ago because I know you. I know you just track everything she tweets. So I'm not trying to be redundant and repeating something you've already heard. But uh, it's just for me. It 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 uh, it kind of uh, and no 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 no. I don't follow her. This was just sent to me by somebody else. So, but uh, anyway, this is, uh, this is the tweet from May 8th from Chelsea. Uh, she says this, number one, uh, lesson number two from racial rehab today. This is kind of a spoof thing she must have going about racial rehab. All right, so she says, lesson number two from racial rehab today. Just because your skin is white, capital I, capital S, is Right now, man, so awkward that a Clinton would put such emphasis on the word is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, sometimes you just can't you can't make this stuff up. You know what I mean? You just can't make it up. All right. So anyway, uh, tweet of the day. Uh, <laughs> lesson, lesson number two from racial rehab today. Just because your skin is white doesn't mean you have to. Be white, capital B, capital E, 
right? Uh, yeah, just because your skin is white doesn't mean you have to be white. Hashtag words of wisdom. All right, welcome back, everybody. Segment number one, Old Folks Day. Yep, yesterday, Sunday, May 23, officially Old Folks Day, at least in the world of sports. That's right, yesterday, Sunday, a 50-year-old won the PGA Championship, and a 40-year-old won the pole position for the 105th running of the Indy 500, Old Folks Day. Yeah, Phil Mickelson... 50 years old, became the oldest person ever to win a PGA championship or PGA major, I think. And then Scott Dixon, uh, at 40, uh, won the pole position uh, for the Indianapolis 500 after, by the way, not sitting on the pole for four years. He hasn't won a pole position in four years, but he's on the pole for the Indy 500. Congrats to the old people of sports. All right, segment number two, COVID billionaires. I don't know if you saw this or not. My guess is it escaped uh, escaped past you, but uh, maybe you caught it. This, uh, this is from CNN Business uh, from uh, Friday the 21st, and here's the headline. COVID vaccine profits meant nine new pharma billionaires. Nine. All right. London, CNN Business. COVID-19 vaccines have created, now of course this is from the London Bureau, because uh, here on the United States, even though this is on a CNN site, uh, the the uh, onshore, uh, the U.S., they, they couldn't report on anything like this. this uh, it had to be somebody from London that did it. So anyway, uh, CNN London, uh, COVID-19 vaccines have created at least nine new billionaires after shares in companies producing the shots soared. Topping the new list of billionaires uh, is the Moderna CEO, uh, the CEO of BioNTech, and that's the group that uh, produced the, the vaccine with Pfizer. And both of those CEOs are now said to be uh, have a net worth of about $4 billion, $4 billion. Uh, also, uh, senior executives from China's Can Sino Biologics, uh, they also became billionaires. Uh, how so? Because they just coincidentally were early investors in Moderna. Yeah, early investors in Moderna. You see, Moderna's shares... Uh, uh, price, the share price has gained 700% since February 2020. BioNTech uh, is up 600%. And in fact, Can Sino Biologic stock is up over 440% as uh, their vaccine, a single dose vaccine, was approved for use in China in February. Yep. Ah, what can I say? What can I say? The nine new billionaires are worth a combined $19.3 billion. 
enough to fully vaccinate some 780 million people in low-income countries, activists say. All right, so uh, yeah, COVID billionaires. Segment number three, 100-day crush. 100-day crush. This from the National Pulse. I like the National Pulse. The National Pulse. Here's the headline. Biden's America last ideas crushed the working class in just 100 days. This is by Jim Nels. It was published on uh, May 18. And there's a series of graphics. There's a story that goes along with it. But there's graphics to illustrate uh, what's happened uh, to prices, consumer prices, prices that uh, the everyday guy uh, is going to feel. Not the billionaires, but the everyday guy. Uh, how about oil industry? Energy prices up 25%. Gasoline prices up almost 50%. Uh, regular gas up uh, $1.15. Uh, fuel oil prices up 37.3%. How about food? Uh, bacon per pound. January 2020, $4.72. In March 2021, $5.11. Meat prices, meat prices up 5.8%. Egg prices, 4.7%. 3.8% increase in fruits and vegetables. Dairies up 1.6%. An overall food price increase of 3.5% over a year ago. And in April, there was a 2.6% a one-month increase in groceries, the largest increase since 1974. We're talking about the Carter administration. By the way, as an aside, I'll, I'll get back to a couple other graphics here in a moment. But as an aside, I heard somebody say the other day, I think it was Steve Bannon, oh, I don't think I can top this. He said, uh, what, you have, uh, what you have in the current uh, residence uh, of, uh, of the White House— uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is you have uh, you have all the incompetence of the Carter administration and all the left wing ideologue uh, policy commitments of the Obama administration. There you have it. All right. So uh, crushing of the uh, middle class. How about infl inflation? Inflation. All right. There's a, already been a 5.6 decrease in annual take-home pay. That's right. Your effective take-home pay has already been reduced because of this hidden inflation that's built into all of these consumer products. Lumber industry, you know, uh, lumber prices up. Uh, I, I've seen figures as high as 250%. This has 124%. Uh, uh, Cost of a new car, truck, up 21%, right? These are the kinds of numbers that are staggering setbacks for the average guy who uh, has been, uh, went through the whole uh, pandemic, and now they come out the other side trying to go back to work, and everything they're trying to go buy at the store uh, is, is in inflated prices. The 100-day crush. All right, two more segments yet, uh, yet to go. And uh, you don't want to miss these. One big oops and don't know or don't care. I'll be right back.
All right, welcome back. Last two segments. Here's the first of the two. One big oops. Now, you're not going to believe this. I'm bringing you news from Washington, D.C., and it's hard to have news from Washington, D.C. that fits the category of hard to believe because most uh, of that news is hard to believe. But here's one, uh, and this is a story from uh, published by Jacob Bliss of Breitbart on the 23rd of May. Here's the headline. Uh, Republican Ken Calvert forgot to cast proxy vote to kill capital security funding bill. Here's the first uh, couple paragraphs. Republican Ken uh, Calvert of California forgot to cast a proxy vote on behalf of Republican uh, Representative John Carter of Texas, which ultimately would have killed the $1.9 trillion capital security funding bill that passed by one vote on Thursday, according to a report. Carter submitted a letter to the clerk of the House of Representatives uh, dated May 14, giving Calvert authority to cast his vote by proxy, quote, due to the ongoing public health emergency, end quote. Only Calvert forgot to vote, and the final vote for the bill was 213 to 212. 213 to 212. Now, if this Republican had just remembered to cast the other proxy vote for his Republican colleague, it would have been 213 to 213, and there's no tiebreaker in the House. It's the same as, the, as not passing. Instead, they passed a $1.9 trillion capital security bill on the basis of a Republican forgetting to cast his proxy vote for another Republican. <sighs> now, in, in the world of belief and not believing, I bring you the last category. The last category of don't know and don't care. Here's a story from Breitbart. Uh, Susan Berry, the author, on the 20th of May. Here's the headline. A survey. 43% of millennials don't know, care, or believe God exists. Here's uh, part of the story. Young Americans are reshaping the country with a philosophy of life that rejects faith in God and organized worship, at the same time redefining success and morality in terms of personal happiness and economic social justice, a survey from the Cultural Research Center at Arizona Christian University found. All right. And so they found that 57% of millennials call themselves Christians. That's encouraging, I guess. But 43%, the other 43%, they're not ambivalent. They all 43 fit in the category of, quote, don't know, care, or believe that God exists, end quote. Now listen to some of these other things. Um, and, and by the way, just for, for com comparison, I said 57% of millennials say they believe in God, say, say that they're Christians. Well, that's compared to 70% of Gen X says they're Christians. 79% of baby boomers, boomers say they're Christians. 83% of the builder generation say they are Christians. 
And so, yes, there's 57 percent of millennials who say they are Christians, but that's the lowest of, uh, of any generation. Now, listen to this. Only 48 percent of millennials would agree with this statement. Treat others as you want them to treat you. Now, this is the group that says, oh, we're all about relationships, right? If you've ever talked to a millennial and then let them to kind of describe, oh, our generation is all about relationships. Okay, well, only 48% of millennials agree with the statement, treat others as you want them to treat you. 53% of Gen Xers agree. 81% of my generation agree. 90% of uh, the generation above me agree but only 48%. In fact, 38% of millennials agree with this statement. You try to get even with people who have wronged you. 38%. That's compared to 12% of boomers, my generation. But they are the ones who are all about relationships. Uh, here's what George Barna said, uh, uh, CRC uh, director of research. Gen X and the millennials have solidified dramatic changes in the nation's central beliefs and lifestyles. The result is a culture in which core institutions, including churches, and basic ways of life are continually being radically redefined, end quote. Wow. Wow. Time for prayer. Time for prayer for uh, the millennials. All right, guys. Uh, great to have you guys on board today. I hope to be back out uh, again uh, by Wednesday. Uh, the day of the, uh, by the way, the super moon, the blood moon, the, 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 the moon to beat all moons, right? That's Wednesday. I have to talk about that, sign of the times. All right, folks. Good to have you guys on board, and we'll see you back for VU 108.